Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If I know at the end of the day I didn't do something and someone's making some shit up, I'm going to come out and defend myself. <laughs> stop. Won't stop, baby. Rockefeller Records. Live, live from Atlanta. We're, we're in Atlanta. Live. What's going on? I'm not holding it. It's stuck to my hand. Because <laughs> he peeled out the label. You stopped masturbating. No. Maybe you would be able to. <laughs> no free brand deals. It's true, guys. Here we are. Live from Atlanta. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Everyone knows that's a statistical fact. Why would I be lying about something like that? Hit that subscribe button. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. This is our, I believe it's our third or fourth remote podcast. We've shipped in damn near the entire team here to Atlanta, Georgia, because as you guys know, my brother is fighting on Triller this Saturday, April 17th, against a guy named Ben Askren, who we had on the podcast. Yep. Uh, it popped off. People seem to really enjoy the episode. It's because I put him in that chokehold. Fucked him up a little bit. <laughs> that was crazy. I had to give him a little reality check. You yeah. can't be walking around like a tough guy. Sure, you've affected uh, him zero. He doesn't give a <laughs> about you, me, Mike, Jake, anyone. He, he's uh, impenetrable, bulletproof, you could say. Um, but yeah, we've shipped the whole team down here to Atlanta. Uh, my, my, my friend George, my now business partner, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're about to switch seats. Come over here. <laughs> you love Ben so dramatic. I'm, I'm dramatic. Hey, Ben, so dramatic. He, I was talking to him the other day and I was like, come on, man. What, when are you going to give this up, dude? I mean, have we, we've been at odds. We, we have, you haven't invited me traveling. You're going to your brother's fight. Don't got a seat for me. It was always, hey, Mike, you know, I got an extra ticket. <laughs> and now it's like, yo. What are you going to do tomorrow? We got no idea. <laughs> like, what are you up to, you know? Uh, and he's like, well, this, cause this isn't a friendship anymore. This is a business arrangement. And I was like, God dang. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're such a dramatic it's little working, bitch, It's a working bro. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more. <laughs> Nothing less. Hey, uh, hey, same thing I told Jeff Wittick. Why don't you take those shades off, man? Ooh. Ooh. It's gonna. That's. It's just the glare, and it's. I can't get eye contact with sure, you. Sure, sure. You're making good points, Mark. You're making real good points. <laughs> <laughs> now I can take. Imagine I can start taking hella shots at him now because it's a business relationship. <laughs> no, so look, man. Um, I was in, I was in Tampa, and and. I believe this is how I, I look. I got conjunctivitis. I'll just say it. It's, <laughs> oh my god, we haven't been on the impulsive since so Tampa. Long. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. Greatest times. We're gonna we're gonna get into it. Who would have guessed? Tampa. Who would have guessed? The greatest city on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time in Tampa? Yeah, yeah. That I got pink eye. So yeah, pink eye conjunctivitis. Um, I I got it in this eye, and also, I'm I'm like at this point a little notorious for getting pink eye. This is my, I, I have fans come up to me, and they're like, "Oh, you got it again?" Like even they know that I'm. I just am really what, susceptible. What it, Stop eating ass. I can't. I. I, I can't. Is that what it was this time? When you see an ass, just don't eat it. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly how you stop, stop getting pink eating eye. ass. No, I know. I uh, I have yet to eat a butt ever, dude. Relax. I can't even tie my shoes around you. You're a liar. No, I, he, no, I, no, he I, doesn't. I have yet to eat one butt. He I don't know if I ever will. It's one of those things. Really? I, I don't. I would. I'll do it once. <laughs> I'll eat a butt. 
I'll eat a bite, sure. You just but gotta make sure it's. You just gotta make sure it's, like, pr- properly prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just go out on like a sweaty line dancing night in Nashville or Tuscaloosa <laughs> or you know on a saying? Taco Tuesday. Or on Never a Taco do Tuesday. A taco That's what Tuesday. I'm saying. Like Taco Tuesday, you're like, hey, you want to go out to the local line dancing spot, and then you get back to the house, things start getting rough and rowdy. Sure. You can't eat that butt, dude. Who's you got? Who, who's talking during our during the number one podcast in the world? Yeah, I was she's walking I, around with wine. Bro, I was stunned. Is that, was that Pam? Is that right who it was? Yeah. Was it Pam? <laughs> My mom? Mom, I will hit you with the stunner right now. She's all on the other side. Right now. Yeah, so um, if you saw WWE, speaking of stunners, I, I, I wore these shades during my, uh, my uh, little stint I had. And I didn't, I didn't want to be that guy. And even now, I don't want to be that guy that wears sunglasses inside. Like, I, I'm that guy, unfortunately, because I'm disgusting. I, Oh, that's well because, dude, it was in one eye, and the doctor's like, "Be careful, wash your hands. It'll hop to your other eye." And I'm like, "I'm seven days in. Surely this is on its way out next morning. Hop to my other eye." Do so, I, it's actually it. gotten slightly better. Yeah, it's it's. You can look at this now. Look at me for a sec. Jesus Christ! I have screenshots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks much better, man. When he Facetimed me, it is so gross, horrid. It's gross, horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Especially because like everyone knows it's from like eating booty. Yeah. So yeah. M- Milton, when I fought the Gronkowski brothers in Tampa, uh, in between rounds, he took his T-shirt because I told him to, and like, kind of fingered my eye. <laughs> and we have it on video. Hayden's like, "This is definitely how you got pink eye." When he was editing the video, he sent me this still. So, I think that's how I got it. But it's all good. You guys can make fun of me in the comments below. Whatever. Are we doing? Uh, are we doing other episodes? So we, me and George and the rest of the squad flew down here because uh, I figured we we're gonna bag up some eps. Are, is this the only episode we're shooting? No, I mean we. Could, it depends, like who we have for guests. Um, you know, subject matter and any extra content we have. I mean, it, look, it's a big weekend. It's a big weekend. Um, Jake made a comment. He's like, "Yo, this is the biggest. Uh, it's the biggest day of my life," and he's yeah. right. And yeah, so, it's, and so, I, I wanted to get an episode in um, with him, especially because he's got a lot going on um, recently this week that I, I kind of wanted to address and. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think we just bring him on. So we're at Jake Paul's house here, uh, his Airbnb in Atlanta. It's a beautiful crib. If he's in the facility, could could we welcome on uh, yeah. little brother Jakey to the, to the podcast? There he is. Here's Six foot one, weighing in at two hundred and five pounds. Jake, the problem child, Paul. Is that really your your uh, weight? <laughs> is right that now? even close? Uh, I'm, I'm weighing 192 for the fight, but six what was six one six right? one. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, I got one. Right. We we discovered this. So I'm the big brother, but Jake is the bigger brother. I weigh more. <laughs> he got wide. <laughs> well, I He's I, a big I na- boy. Yeah. I naturally weigh like 205, 208 sometimes. Thick. Sometimes I'll step on the scale. It'll say 210. Thick. At night. Yeah, Thick. you are. Thick. So look, man, you did it. Yet another training camp down, and uh, I think a lot of people. Don't understand what a, what a true training camp looks like, and uh, now that you've really just inundated yourself in this fight world, and you, you're on what this is four? Yeah, this is the fourth team problem child training camp that has been completed. And are you happy it's over? Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, to, to to say the least. Uh, it's it's been exhausting, but that's how training camps are, you know. And you have to push yourself to the limits every single time. And I'm learning to love it more, and it's and it's honestly becoming easier. I think yeah. each training camp gets a little bit easier because you understand what you're going into and you prepare yourself. And it's been it's been good, and I'm ready. And now now it's time for the show, the fun part, and yep. th- you reap the benefits of all of that hard work because you're grinding every single day in the dark, 
you know, by yourself, it's lonely. Tra training camp's a very lonely place, and you're, and you're seeing all your friends have fun, and you have to stay focused and stay dedicated, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to do this thing and, uh, and eliminate, eliminate my opponent. What was different about this camp? I think the repetition of coming right off of the Nate Robinson knockout, I really never stopped working out. You know, five days after the fight, I was back to jogging five miles, six miles, three miles, four miles, shadow boxing. And so this camp, I think, flew by because we never stopped training and it's become second nature. And being in Miami was obviously a little bit different. I've been in Big Bear, Manchester, I mean, or London, uh, you know, in Los Angeles doing a training camp, Vegas doing a training camp. Uh, so Miami was a whole new different environment, and it, it was honestly awesome. But there was just more motivation, like more hunger, more more work ethic, and just everyone being on point every single day because we knew going into this, this is going to be my toughest challenge. And so we all had to elevate another level. There's going to be more people watching, and we're rising to the occasion. Can we shut no, that fucking no, bird well, up? Hold on. It takes, it, it takes a lot for you to say that. You own a bird that's way worse. You don't. He's at the house. You're not. I miss him. I so hear much. him I he, every day. He says, "Hi, hi, hi, sir. I love you. I know. I love you, sir. I know. That's hey, buddy. He goes, hey, buddy. That's what I say to him. I love you. Yo, uh, someone could <laughs> could snipe the pelican. No, but I, I, I kind of like the ambiance it brings. Okay. I think it presents another sure. uh, cool part to the remote set. Sure. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, people can <laughs> listen like it's the call map. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just I, meditate. Subscribe to that, by the way. Quiet for one sec. There's some meditation music That's for nice. you. That's nice. That's nice. Welcome back. So you're going to beat his ass, right? <laughs> I'm Tamara Levitt. Are you going to try to <laughs> take him out on the first round, second round? Is it, are you going to have fun with it? What are you? What's your plan? I am not going to try uh, to take him out. That's When you try to knock someone out, it doesn't happen. Um, and so for me, I'm just going to be patient. You know, I believe in my power, and I believe that the fight will end early. But if it doesn't, we're prepared for anything. Uh, we trained for eight rounds. And Ben Askren's tough, you know. He's been in there with killers, l legitimate killers. And Wait, like some is that of the, a fact? Not actually convicted murders, right. but but uh, it's, po it's possible. <laughs> well, we don't know. It's possible. <laughs> uh, but really high level guys. I mean, Robbie Lawler. That's what everyone says. Is like, well, if Robbie Lawler couldn't knock him out, then you know Jake Paul can't knock him out. And we'll see. You know, I think it's a, I think, you know, that's why this is such an interesting fight is because we're going to see. Yeah. So we, we had him on, um, our podcast, as you know, and, uh, Ben does have a chin and, and a head as most humans a, do a, a, a head, not, <laughs> most, not all. I don't really have a chin, much of a chin, some, some don't. <laughs> but Ben's head is abnormally large massive it's i noticed mm -hmm. I, I like i was like wow i wish i my head was that big got quite the brain in it but he looked you, like a pez like i thought he was gonna dispense candy <laughs> when he was next to him he was like talking i was like where was hey george where was where was, where was that energy when you were sitting next to him <laughs> yeah I when you, him in a headlock, bro. When you <laughs> said you wanted to play disc golf with him and said you weren't oh! my friend anymore and said you weren't my friend anymore who goes. said i wasn't your friend i i nah, have dms between us <laughs> Uh, but the only the one question I came that I really wanted to ask you is the past two fights kind of weren't really at your level. Do you feel like are you going to be able to go those rounds with him? 
Do you think you, like your your stanima is gonna be? Ooh, stanima. Wow. Yeah, my stanima. Stanima. I'll just continue saying stanima. I had a Chucky Finster moment there. My uh, called aminals. My stanima is <laughs> thank you on point. Uh, I, I believe you know Ben Askren will will get tired before Jake Paul does uh, going into the later rounds. Everyone loves to talk about his cardio and all this stuff, but you know he's he's coming off of retirement, hip surgery. Um, and, and again, I have pushed myself every single day in practice, sparring multiple guys for eight, nine rounds. Um, and I'm prepared, you know, I'm prepared to go into deep waters. And if it goes there, I just think it's a more, uh, more time for me to show my boxing ability. Yeah. Cause you never really got to do that yet. When Ben came on our podcast, he said he had a genius level IQ of 160. Thousand, that's, thousand percent. That's bullshit. Bull, that's not true. But. That's he's, so high. He's definitely very, very smart. smart yeah. and, and it couldn't even be considered a genius. I realized that after the podcast aired. And just even the way he's branding himself and taking advantage of this opportunity. Jake, you made him so famous. Yeah. And, 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 and I got to give kudos to him, too, because he, like, really took advantage of it. And the way he's playing his role in this fight is is damn near perfect. And I wonder how much of it is calculated and strategic. And my guess is probably most of it. <laughs> and so, so when you watch his sparring videos from like a month, two months ago, and he looks ridiculous, right? Like Mike told him he looks when he punch, like when he punches, like he's punching in a dream and he does like, he, he looks absurd. But I noticed today in his open workouts, he did look a little. Punches were a little, little quicker. Was he holding <laughs> back? You, those videos are fake, bro. It was he's he, oh fake videos to mislead Jake. It doesn't yes. matter because if you're if you are thinking that you posting some bad sparring footage is gonna alter my training or make me take days off, then you are mistaken. So you're just wasting your own time, my mm. friend, because I'm training like I'm fighting Godzilla. And every single day, I'm still gonna show up, and I'm and I'm prepared for whatever he brings to the ring. But I, I do I do think it's interesting, and I saw the same exact thing. Uh, <laughs> so it is it is it is pretty funny. And like you said, man, it's he's doing numbers. He is Ben Askren <laughs> yeah, is pulling yeah, numbers, yeah. bro, <laughs> and he's playing it smart. And, and kudos to him. And I think you will see you will see this like these these people who I fight will will become famous mm -hmm. because there's so many people who hate Jake Paul and da 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 and are siding with him and they want to you know make him the guy that ends this whole entire uh YouTube celebrity boxing thing they want to see it come to an end of course and so he has this whole army of people rallying behind him and he's playing it smart and his content's been great and he's selling the damn fight uh and, and that's why the April 17th thefightclub.com is gonna be it's gonna was, be a movie so it's gonna be nutty it's gonna be crazy yeah. We've been talking about that uh, strategic direction of how he's kind of come at you and taken this really humble, everyday man's route, which I, I, I've been texting you about it. It presents such a clear obstacle for you because it is the exact polar opposite of your attack style. How much of it, to, to piggyback off Logan's question, how much of it do you think is an act and how much of it do you think is really him just being the most humble Wisconsin lumberjack in the history of <laughs> you know the sport? I think uh, he's very much being himself. You know, he, he, he's just a regular guy being, you, you know, a fighter and showing up and talking shit. And I think he is a decently good trash talker and has good comebacks and has been doing this his whole entire life from wrestling to the one championships to Bellator. 
uh, UFC. He's been talking shit, press conferences. This isn't new to him. He's an experienced guy, and I think people underestimate that because he came into the UFC and sort of had a up-and-down, wishy-washy, controversial career. And so I don't think people have given him enough credit, to be honest. Did any of that surprise you? Like in the press conference, was he better at trash-talking than you expected? No. So I was talking to Mike before the podcast, and on stage, I'm sitting there like, this guy's an idiot. Like, I'm shitting on him. He's not giving me anything to work with here in this press conference. And I personally felt between our energies that he felt defeated. Which is why, in the face-off, I believe he tried to hit me in the face because he felt like he lost. And then I uh, come off stage, and every, like a bunch of the comments are like, "Jake Paul lost that press conference. Ben Askren made him look like an idiot." And there's all these videos that come out or about my body language and like Yo, those, how I those, was. Those are the funniest so things. I'm like, bro, you guys are stupid. <laughs> like, body language experts reads Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Like, how do you become a body? Like you, you're a stalker? <laughs> no, 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 stalker. no. The people no, it's, actually it's, exist. It's a real. It's a no, practice. Like, it's a practice. Like this, it's a practice. It I'm ner- they were like, because Jake touched his knee when he said that. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry, but Ben Askren is not in my fucking head yeah and, and, and by the way quite the opposite we go upstairs and this is just my opinion right i i can fuck off and all the time people don't agree with my opinion i think that's who I, <laughs> the problem, so just, the problem a lot of times i should probably just shut the fuck up but i hey you and we're on a both, podcast you both, buddy. yeah yeah but this is also we'll good, and we'll get into that later <laughs> this is a good podcast or a great a great place to say bad shit dude, so right? so we go up to the to do this face-to-face you know how they do like you and ksi did a face-to-face yeah. me and deji did a face-to-face me and gib do a face-to-face sitting at a table snoop dogg's hosting it and you know, and D-Cut was there uh, and my security. Um, and the guy was so defeated. He, he just didn't have any energy, didn't have any confidence. And I, and I told him, it's on camera. I believe it, the, this will come out at the same time as, the, uh, as this podcast. But I told him, I was like, Ben, if you beat me, I will pay you double your purse. If you beat me, oh, I will pay you double your purse. But if you lose... You have to donate your whole entire purse to a charity of my choosing. And that question silenced him. He shut up. He crunched up. Mm. What, what, sort of went silent, and his whole attitude and demeanor changed. Uh, and so there is where I saw the, the defeat in his character, and he, I just don't think he's, he's confident in, it, in it, himself. It, I'm sorry. I was no, just, go, I was go. Gonna say, it was so, it was, it was funny because like I know you, right? You're my brother. I've known you for some time now, probably even your whole life. Even. Yeah, probably. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, after the podcast, like, Ma, Ma texted me. She's like, how did you think it went? I the was, press conference? Yeah. You mean? The press, what I you said. You said podcast. Sorry. Stupid. I'm, I've, Pick uh, up. Stamina. Early on. Stamina. 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 <laughs> uh, after the press conference, I thought, I, did, I thought nothing of it. Besides the push, I was like, oh, that was, like, the one thing. But I thought, like, I also felt like Ben looked defeated and very upset when you were chirping at him and that you didn't give a fuck. But it was so, and I know, and I know it, it didn't. And I even had to tell mom, I'm like, Jake, Jake doesn't care. Ben's not in his head. But yo, the internet, they felt, like to just the talk. Opposite. The internet really felt like he had disheveled you. And so, and so, me and my friends were trying to figure it out afterwards. Like, how could someone think this? And at the end of the day, we're just like, oh, guys, why do we care? This is all entertainment. 
This is all, entertainment all at the end is. of the day. Yeah. And if the people aren't talking, then you're not then you're not doing it right. Yeah. There's so. there's also a massive discrepancy between <clears throat> how things are experienced in a real life setting versus how they're digested online. And so, like, we'll have podcasts sometimes Sometimes where we'll have a certain vibe and we all feel a certain way about the episode and I'll have a great rapport with the guests and so will you and all these things happen. And then once it gets to online, the experience is dramatically different. Mm. Then you roll in another layer of something called groupthink. Ten out of the hundred people that watched the episode said Jake lost. Yeah. People want to get on that fucking gravy train. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. r- trying to crowdsource actionable intelligence in the comments sections of fucking YouTube videos is one of the most <laughs> futile exercises on the fucking planet, dude. There's, you're not going to get anything. It's just a bunch of people exercising their opinionated viewpoints to drive some sort of reaction. That's all it is. So you, you walked out of that knowing what you know about what happened there, and that's all that matters, and April, and April 17th. That's all that matters. Is that the right date? April say 17th, right? yeah. Okay, cool. This Saturday. Great. Do you get what I'm saying about no, that? Uh, no, you're 100% right. And uh, that's why I just don't pay just don't pay any mind to it, really, and just don't like it. Uh, but the head push. So, so this, again, this for, let's further the conversation. I, I look and everyone's like, Daniel Cormier was like, oh, I just saw how Jake reacted to Ben smushing him in the face. He's going to lose for sure now. I'm like, <laughs> just just like you were going to beat Stipe. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, but I, how, how can someone register who's going to win a fight based off of him trying to push me in the head? First of all, first of all, he was so slow. I didn't know it's coming. It comes at my face. His pinky nicks my cheekbone. I grab his arm and I make the split second decision. Do I come around this guy's shoulder and knock him the fuck out right now? Or do I not give him any excuses to say, oh, uh, he knocked me out at the press conference. That's why I lost the fight. Or, oh, he knocked me out at the press conference. I can't do the fight. Am I going to forfeit this payday and, and knock this guy out right now? Or just give him like a smack in the side? <laughs> there was a lot him. of talk. It was a quick smack, though. That was the thing was I quick. picked up on was, was the, react, the reaction time. I blinked and I just heard, whoosh. I was like, what the fuck? I had to rewind it. It was but, quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's what I'm saying is like, I was like, whoa, boom, block, block his arm. Smack him in the stomach, but I, I was like, I'm not gonna punch this guy right now. This is not good etiquette. And every, every, a lot of fighters know it's it's genu- generally a rule to not hit each other in the face off. Maybe a little shove or two, but going for the face, like. But I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk the payday because at the end of the day, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not gonna knock this guy out at the press conference and be like, Yeah, I beat him up at the press conference. Everyone will have an excuse no matter what I did or how I reacted into that situation. Uh, but. I will say the next 20 uh, so days of training, you know, my, my teammates were like, remember he hit you in the face. Ooh. Remember he hit you in the face. So I, I use it as motivation. And you told me that too. Yeah. You're like, don't take that lightly. And I was like, I use it as motivation. So I got a question. Brother to brother. Logan, Jake, we're in Ohio, okay? Forget about the cameras. Okay. This is me and you, baby. Yep. Me and you right yep, here. Yep. <laughs> uh, so K.L. Sonnen, he got a podcast. He does a lot of like fight breakdowns and reviews. Pretty articulate, smart guy. Smart guy. I, I, like I actually I, like I his like show. I like it's what fantastic. he has to say about the lead up to this fight. I love the way he talks. I know. He has such an interesting I dialect. I, I find myself 
watching his videos. Back. <laughs> he's lit. He's lit. I feel like, side note, I feel like he's definitely the kind of guy who could talk to a fucking wall for like an hour. And you're like, yo, man. You've been talking Bro, he carries that show by himself, by himself without messing up any word. I know. And we watched him growing up. I know. I know yeah. fighting. That's why yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. And he said, uh, of, of his many like reviews of you versus Ben, he said, uh, you know, I... I, I when I say this, I know like my audience doesn't like it, but uh, the Paul brothers are, are legit tough guys, yeah. which I thought was awesome. I'm like, all right. No, I like, saw that a, clip too. I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. It was, I thought it was a good compliment. And I also know you, and you are a tough guy. Um, and you've always been a tough guy. You are literally the problem child before you even started social media. I don't know how many people know this. Jake wanted to be a Navy fucking SEAL. Like, this guy's a tough guy. He's not, don't, don't let the uh, Disney Channel flow fool you. <laughs> but the question is this. I still feel like, especially during this press conference with Ben, I feel like you're playing tough guy instead of being tough guy, yeah. which you are. Do you feel that at all? No, for sure. I, I definitely uh, was very critical of my press conference performance. And I, I think I've, I, in a weird way, this, uh, this past like three weeks of my life, I think has been one of the most imp important three weeks of my life. Uh, someone's going to comment that and be like, <laughs> Jake Paul, <laughs> quote Jake Paul. <laughs> um, but, but the past three weeks of my life ha have changed me as, as an individual, honestly, uh, in, in a very weird way. And I was very critical of my press conference performance and, and you're sort of, you're sort of right. Um, I, I think I just, I just need to be myself more you, and just like you do. Not, not give a fuck. You do. You do. Well, but I not, did want to fight him right there. Like not, he was like, if I saw you in an alley. Say he could, he said he would homicide. commit a homicide. He would commit homicide. I'm he, like, you, you should have told him about the jail time that comes with that. Like that's no <laughs> li that's no like uh, little thing there. So yeah, I, and I know you, bro. And I like I think like everyone who knows you is like, yo, in real life, Jake's li likable. Like this is the you're one of those people that you see online and then you meet in real life. You're like, well, those are not the same fucking people. Yeah. So I think eventually, man. Um, and we saw a glimpse of this after you knocked out Nate Robinson in your post fight interview, where everyone's like, that was great. Wow. Yeah. Standout young man. Fucking humbled, like excited to watch him fight next. And then the next week, <laughs> you're calling Conor McGregor an Irish cunt. <laughs> yeah. And, and, so, and, and so I'm, one, I'm wondering. So, just, sorry to cut you off. No, I'm sorry to be cutting uh, you cutting me off. Nice. Off. All right. Nice. <laughs> I didn't even get involved for once in the so, cutoffs. <laughs> All right. So, I saw a comment uh, <laughs> on one of the documentary posts that I did for the Triller docuseries lead up to the fight. And. A bunch of people hit me up and were like, bro, that piece of content. You texted me. You're like, that that piece of content was amazing. Yeah, yeah. One of the top comments was like, man, if Jake just talked like this all the time, he would have so many more fans, dot, dot, dot. But he also wouldn't be as wealthy. Dude, we, find that we, to be true. Yeah, we, because, because, because I wouldn't be ruffling as, as many well, feathers. Like, think, think of, I, I have purposely pitted the MMA community against me for this fight just so they will tune in and watch it. Smart. So and you're after the bag, not the fans. Look at look at how much uproar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, both. I think both. But I have those fans. I have I have the fans. So you'd rather They're be just, known for what you want to do, let alone be like, oh, I'm just gonna do this to be a crowd pleaser. I think marketing is a game. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you're doing a great job. No, you're right. Oh yeah, you're about crushing. It. Yo, life is a game. This whole shit is. A We're on a spinning. Rock. But, that, but, that, but that's what I'm sense. saying is, is, is that's why I went <laughs> specifically after the MMA community so hard, and fought an MMA fighter because now they all fucking hate me, and now they're all gonna root for Ben and tune in and buy the fight and look at the results. 
and then afterwards no one's going to talk about this podcast or any of that and i that, that that's that's the way it goes and that's just the you know way it is. i don't i don't like necessarily pissing people off but it's a business at the end of the day and people have made me the villain right people have put me in that into that corner and well i think you've done a decent amount i think you've done a decent amount of doing it jake i I agree but it's like we we talked about this before the show a little bit and i think i think um right now it's working very well you're you're the face of of fight club for triller everybody's talking about it there's not another boxing event or boxer maybe with the exception of, of him and you guys are about the same level that is getting as much discussion as you guys are right now. You're doing a great job of it, right? But we went through, not but, we went through this exercise with your brother a little bit. There was the very, very, very likable off-camera Logan Paul, and then there was an extremely over-the-top, douchey 2017, Ayo, Logan, what's po-? like anything for views, Logan Paul. Yeah. And over the course of... Four years. <laughs> you, oh, I want to finish this thought because it's important. Stop with the dramatics. I can't over, concentrate. Could you put your glasses on, please? Oh, over the over the past four years, what what has happened is you've seen those two roads converge into a much closer on and off camera persona. And so people say, oh, I watch Logan on the podcast. And then when I see him on the on the vlogs, he's much closer to what he is on the podcast. And so we get a better idea of what Logan Paul really is. And I know you off camera and you're not. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A, a, a prying fucking asshole. You're not a, <laughs> a, a you know, over the top shit talking. You know, sociopath or whatever people call it. I don't know what the words are. Bully, whatever. You're a, you're a, you love your mom. You love your family. You're f- very focused on what you want to be in life. And so my curiosity is when will um, what clicked for your brother start to click for you and you'll start to see those? Because I know it will happen. I, I think, I think it, like I said, I think it, I think it so, sort of clicked for me in, the, in this past three weeks because of a, because of a couple of situations that. Uh, that took place. And I also think it's something that you sort of have to shake off. It doesn't happen overnight. And it's sort of something that you have to come to a realization of. And I'm, I'm figuring it out as I go, because my whole life I've grown up on camera. And so I'm constantly changing. Who am I? What do I want to be? What's my brand? What am I doing? It's not an easy thing to figure out, especially through these monumental years of like going from 17 to 24 most important years of your life and i think that change sort of uh took place around this exact age with logan and yeah like i i don't know i'm getting there i'm getting there uh and i want people i want people to see the see the real me and i want i want to be as authentic as possible um but at the end of the day like I don't know. <laughs> it's it, 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 we're also in the fight business, right? Like I'm a fighter, and in the so, enter- and in the entertainment. So I business. think people will always sort of have this hatred towards me because of the confidence I have in myself. So like when I'm shit talking, I actually believe what I'm saying. Maybe I could be like, "Hey, yeah, I think I'm gonna knock him out and in two rounds." And you you look like a middle aged Dutch woman. 
and Masvidal beat you. And I'm going to call Masvidal. Hey, Masvidal. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah. You said it was I'm his gonna dad. Beat you. I'm you said, beat oh, your you. dad's calling. Like, yeah, like all your dads. Like, no one, would wa- no one would really watch that, would they? Like, if I was just like, I don't know. With two of the same kind of over humble people kind of sitting in the same place at the same time. Yeah, like, like uh, I respect you. I really think you're a great fighter. I love yeah. what you did in the sport. And the other person says, like, Hey, I'm with, hey, I'm with it. Exactly. You got to sell the so, fight. So, yeah, so yeah, when, yeah. when McGregor and Poirier were going up to their lead up, I watched the press conference and I'm like, this is lame. This is the, this is boring as fuck. <laughs> They're like, he's a great fighter. And this time around, it's going to be awesome. And I have respect for him. And I'm going to buy your hot sauce and I'm going to buy your whiskey. <laughs> I'm like, bro, sh- shut the fuck <laughs> <don't care." laughs> I'm like, bro, this this is not what people want to see. Right, right. And so if I have to be the villain and like piss up some people off, it's funny. It's funny. It's who, I can who, see that marketer in you ticking. Who who, <laughs> who is the uh, highest paid boxer of all time? Floyd Money Mayweather. And, and who is the most hated boxer of all time? Just Floyd one of Money them. For sure. People didn't maybe. watch Floyd at the end of his career to to see him win. They watched to see him lose. So check this out. It's funny you say that because the. Uh, the brand guy in me, the marketer, the one who wants to sell the fight, you know, the entertainer, the showman, is considering what you, you've already considered, right? How do I act in these press conferences? What what role should I play, if you will, to sell the fight? And in the past with KSI, it was super loud, eccentric, over the top. Yeah, you fucking wore a turtleneck and shaved your mustache <laughs> yeah. and were doing like a whole Shakespearean play on yeah. fucking stage. Yeah. And how old were you? About 24. Yeah, but. And I think then you were like, fuck it. No, but I'm I told him I was slapping in the face with a fish. Like, yeah. you know. I, <laughs> it was great. And that's why it was a well, massive fight. Okay, but wait, listen. You're right. And I, I've been uh, discerning how and what I'm going to do with Floyd. But since he is that, the greatest fighter of all time and undefeated, I think this fight, I'm going to have the luxury during the press conferences. Don't quote me on this, but just to be myself. Like I, I, I plan on going in there just respectfully, hum, humbly, and uh, the you fuck know, you gonna do? But show also, but NFTs also, and Pokemon cards. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna be myself. Check out this Charizard. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not like I have no interest in going in there and trying to like fucking ruffle Floyd's feathers and like sh- say shit to get under his skin. Granted, you're scared. No, I will. I will. But I'm but not gonna like it. All right, because I, I, bro, you gotta put some respect in this guy's name. A first just, and foremost, and then B, I have, I have grown. I've reached an age where I'm like, okay. I feel like I've proven myself. My, uh, you know, my work speaks for itself. Um, my hard work will show on on the day of the fight, and it's almost like um, my story has written itself in a way. And 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 I don't I don't know how much of that I need to flaunt when I'm fighting or it's conversing I, with Floyd. I, I I agree with that, and I th- I think just circling it back and making it come full circle is. I feel like I need to go on like a two week to three week like spiritual journey after this fight. Talking like, about been, drugs now, awesome. huh? No, no, no. Like just a spiritual journey, like without my phone and just like take some fucking time to myself. Because I've been, I've been, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I've been going, uh, I've been going nonstop for like two years Pants straight. Often. You know, like when you go nonstop and all of a sudden you blink and it's like, oh my gosh, and you don't have any time to reflect. I think I need to like reflect and like take some time to myself and Let maybe it come in. back. With Let's like go back a, to Ibiza. A, pr- a presence. No, that is not a place to go on a spiritual <laughs> journey. That is called an acid journey. Whoa, that was crazy. Greece, Greece just announced today that they're going to be reopening the borders for Americans in, like the next, in, in the next month. So it's an option. But, uh, we'll go to Mykonos. I, I, all the IG girls are like, thank God, I've been so bored. I think, they they uh, had to go to Tulum. These poor girls. <laughs> these poor, they just spawn in Tulum suddenly. 
I think that point that you brought up is good, though. I, I think as you continue to prove yourself as a fighter, the necessity or to the need shit. to talk shit starts to drop. And then once again, those two paths kind of line up. Well, that's what happened with McGregor in, in, in his fight with Poirier, right? Like his body of work spoke for itself, and he did kind of take that laid-back role. And also, like, uh, I'm sure, man, he reached an age where he's like, yo, fuck, like, fuck being loud and annoying and all, always wanting to pick fights with my opponents. Like, I don't know. It just, gets, it just gets old. But like, but like, all right, let's say I don't call Conor McGregor an Irish cunt. <laughs> Then in a in some crazy hypothetical in, in world, in some crazy world, right? <laughs> Let, let's no, let's let's look at it. Conor McGregor then doesn't talk about your flight versus Floyd. Do, he doesn't. Uh, media doesn't bring it up to him, and he doesn't talk about directly fighting me. Nate Diaz doesn't jump in and say this kid should shut the fuck up. He's gonna get smacked. And he's right. And he's right. He is. And it's a world. It's a world I don't understand. And so now I have. Five potential fights in the future. <laughs> I want to knock out Dan Diaz. Come out of the woodworks. He's talking shit. Ben We're going Askren's back and forth on IG stories. Conor McGregor fight became a lot more real. Yeah. So, Askren said the same shit when he was poking Masvidal. Bro, it, these fighters are it's all just strategic. Like, they might not mean it, or maybe all of it some of the time, but you got to prod people if you want to get what you want. And if he wants to fight uh, Conor McGregor, is that still on the agenda? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Who, who are you gonna call out after you win? I don't. I don't know. I, I. I was thinking about that. I don't think I'm gonna call out anyone. To be honest, uh, I think we have the team has to go back and like really strategize who makes the most sense as a next fight and who actually can maybe a get out of their UFC contract or b actually sign a fight contract to fight me. We interrupt this program to bring you a word from our sponsors. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm always looking at a screen, which is true now more than ever. And whether you're an avid news watcher or in serious need of a distraction, unplugging yourself is easier said than done. And one of my favorite ways to rest my eyes and still get the content I'm itching for by putting in my Raycon wireless earbuds and listening to something great. Whether you're catching up on your favorite news podcast, bringing an audiobook, or binging, sorry or powering through your workout with a pumped-up playlist. A pair of Raycons in your ears can make all the difference. No dangling wires or stems to get in your way. Raycons come in a range of stylish colorways, but also with a comfortable in-ear fit for a more discreet look. And with enough battery life for six hours of playtime, you can unplug for a while. And the best part? Raycon makes great sound accessible to everyone with wireless earbuds starting at half the price of other premium audio brands. They're offering 15% off all products for my listeners, and here's what you got to do to go get it. Buyraycon.com slash Logan. That's it. 15% off your entire Raycon order. So feel free to grab a pair and a spare. That is 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash Logan. Wow. Back to the program. Floyd's been, uh, Floyd's been taking some shots at you himself over the past week. This was weird. And, and also, yeah. uh, it, that, that brings us towards in the direction of another conversation. And so I'm trying to... Did we, did we come up with a decision as to what we're covering today and what we're not? Yeah, yeah. I, th I think we jump, uh, jump into it. Hit, hit it head on. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not backing down from uh, some bull bullshit manufactured, fabricated allegations. I won't do that. Uh, you know, the... The, these things that people want to make up and, and say about me, I've been dealing with it my whole life. Preposterous allegations my whole life, honestly. And uh, I hate it. And, and it sucks. And being in the public spotlight, that's going to happen. It's part of the job. And I think a lot of people in, in today's society are afraid to talk about it or they need to talk to their team about what should I say and what do I do? And oh my gosh, everything is going to ruin. I'm going to be ruined and uh, people aren't going to like me and people are going to believe this. Like, 
yeah, all, all that might be true, but it's like, it, if I know at the end of the day, I didn't do something and someone's making some bullshit up, I'm going to come out and fucking defend myself. So before the podcast, I asked you if you wanted to talk about it. And uh, originally I said we should leave it off the table, table just because it is a really, really sensitive um, subject because you're dealing with um, a circumstance where, not with you, but there are legitimate actual victims involved. And um, you're right. A lot of a lot of people in Hollywood inter- entertainment shy away from it. And so I, I, I also hate the idea of giving um, someone attention who, who lied about someone that I care deeply about in you. And um, I asked you to your face. I made you swear on mom's life, my life, and I know you, and I trust you, and I love you and believe you. Uh, when you say it's all bullshit and that there is no sexual relationship that encountered that took place between you and this woman and i like you tend to stick up for myself when i believe my truth is the truth Mm -hmm. and i like that you're willing and enthusiastic to come on here and 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 not be afraid to address something that is so absurd because i think in an era where um the Me Too movement is actually legitimate, and finally, men in power are being held accountable. I think um, I said this in my tw- Twitter post. I think accountability will be uh, an earmark of our generation. I think it's something we're great at doing. Um, and cancel culture again, it, it has its perks. The Me Too movement, of course, like holding men accountable for being uh, discussing and misusing and, and abusing their power, um, I think is really important. And in an era where uh, you have the occasional person come forward who fabricates a story to, to get attention or, or do so for whatever reason. Um, I'm not sure if there is anything that is, that is more vile, that is more disgusting, um, invalidating legitimate victims of abuse and, uh, sexual assault, um, is, uh, uh, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And so I, I, I was, um, willing to put my foot down with you and stand in solidarity because I, again, bro, I've, I've seen it. I've seen you uh, and your name be thrashed around and abused and um, lied upon for the past two, three years. And, and, and this one is um, absurd, man. And, 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 and I, I hate that it came out in fight week, by the way. Yeah. What, I feel what, like that's what a, a timing type of thing. What a though. coincidence. Wow. What a coincidence. The of biggest course. week of your life. Of course. You um, know. And this was years ago. She claims. Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. It, it, so, so this is where it gets tricky because the psyche of um, sexual assault and and and, and rape uh, isn't always immediate, yep. and that's that's why, as a table full of men talking about an issue like this, it is difficult. But what, when I when I look at him in the eyes and he tells me what he tells me about the situation um, and that there was no sexual relationship that took place, I believe him, and and I'm and I'm and I'm willing to put my name and. Um, stand beside my brother in this specific circumstance because it is bullshit, man. If any girl, and I, I even talked about it on this podcast before, which is why I feel so strongly about this, man. I went online one day and there was a girl who made an 18-minute video with very specific details about a date that I took her on and I got aggressive with her and abused her halfway through the date and stormed out. Never met the girl in my life. No idea who she is. Never even had seen her. And, 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 and that's how I know like this is unfortunately happening, and when it hits this close to home, yep. I'm so fucking not cool with it, man. Cause, cause, like, again, there are fucking real victims of some serious shit that fucks them up for the rest of their life. And when women cry wolf, 
It makes it, others not look real. It is the worst, man. It is. It is. It sucks. I think lying about a situation is as equally evil as doing that situation. So if you have the heart to commit a uh, an act like that, is in my eyes equal to committing fake like news about it because you are watering down. At what point are we just gonna hear a story like this and just be like, "Well, that's I, gonna be sad." If we ever get to a point where we hear something like that and be like. I agree. I agree well, with well, you. I, I agree I, with you I, on that. Just be, especially given the climate that we're in. Normally, so, normally in a in a climate where there it wasn't as polar opposite as believe all victims and you know and, and question all stories. I've always fallen somewhere in the middle. Investigate all claims. I'm right in the middle of both of them. Investigate thoroughly. Investigate all claims and have a decision making and a process around the findings. Okay. But in the climate that we live in, the statement you just made about a claim being almost a, f a false claim being almost as damaging as an actual case is true because a false claim can quickly become a real claim in today's society because of the internet, because of the culture that we exist in. So what and happened, so the internet know. can make the internet can make a false claim a real thing. Like so, it almost so, like it really happened. So I I I err on the side of like believing women. Like uh, uh, yeah, call me fucking sure that's uh, woke ass bitch. Sure. But like I, my knee jerk reaction is to side with the the woman. Uh, sure, um, and, I mean, and I would I, I would agree too. Yeah. I don't want to get into to too many of the details, but it's like and I think if you have been accused of something and you didn't do it and you know that and you can look yourself in the mirror and say I did not fucking do this I've never even had a sexual relationship with this girl by any means and she's completely making up this whole entire story then Yo, you need that to, is fucking you need crazy to, you need bro. to go you need to go back after that person and make sure that you're suing for defamation. There are irreparable damages I hope to you, this I hope accusation. You are. I hope you there are. are irreparable, irreparable damages to this accusation that will follow me for the rest of my life. And there's already damages like just behind the scenes shit of how messy things got this whole entire week from that it is absurd. And uh, it, it affects my life for many, many years to come. And I don't take that lightly. And my legal team doesn't take that lightly. And... I, w I will not back down from anyone who makes some false bullshit claims about me. I will chase it to the very fucking end and prove my innocence. And again, my character from years from now will show will show that this person and this individual is completely lying. And it, it, it's just fucked up, man. And, and you, you know where it, it sucks to be on the on the receiving end of it. And. <sighs> yeah, it's it's just bullshit. You are blessed in that you you uh, I, I don't know if they're fans or just people who are following the story, but I think um, there's uh, a number of people who have started to be able to poke holes. Her story is her story is awful, and, and I'm it, I'm it, seeing I'm seeing them. The, the fans have debunked it. There's Twitter threads explaining yeah. everything. Like, it, how do you have the heart to do that? It's just mo so that's morally, the that's, it doesn't that's make sense. That's the golden question. Morally, How it doesn't make sense. That's the golden hard question. To do that. Um, How, bro? If again, if I didn't, if I didn't have this happen to me, yo, like I watched this very endearing, like very specific video of some girl make up lies about me spending a day with her for 18 minutes, dude. <laughs> like it's not funny. Like yo, it's if, really not. If funny. it wasn't me, I would, I would believe it. 
But I was like, yo, hold on a second. You start hating yourself. I, I don't like, fucking know you. I don't, I've never seen you in my a, life. It's attention and, and clout and money. There has to be some sort of repercussion for this. There, there, there has, to has to be. be. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, yeah, so the sure. governor of New York did this with, um, um, it was fake hate crime calls. Do you remember? Do you yeah. remember this? He made mm-hmm. he, now. There's now there's consequences for if you if falsifying you, a, yeah. a a hate related crime. crime yeah, which there, there, there's there definitely, there's definitely like laws around. There's definitely laws around this thing. And by the way, like that 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 ferocious and by the way, rightfully and 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 one hundred percent justifiably ferocious group of um people that are have been rallying around me too, and and including everyone here and believes in that and loves that movement. Those people are equally aggressive towards false fucking ac- yeah, accusers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this girl will get, when she is debunked, will get fucking buried by public opinion. Listen, I didn't want to derail this 100%. I know you want to talk about it, but I also yeah. don't want to fucking kill everything, right? Mayweather, though, did decide Throw that this salt was, in the wound. Right. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> that was oh, so that was so, that's so a low weird. blow. That's such so, a low blow. So, and remove the comments. I, I yeah, think, what was uh, why, why did he do that, Jake? I think uh, he is still per- feels personally attacked. I, I think it's easy to tell that he's one of the most insecure people that there is. I mean, it just it, it reaps off of him. You can see his insecurities in the way he moves, the way he acts, how he dresses, how he carries himself. He, he uses money to... Uh, you know make make himself cool i mean we don't have to go into all that but but again it's like he sees someone who is threatening his position uh in the boxing world and getting hype and he wants to be attached to it and a part of it i'm surprised he could even read the article headline there it is there it is (laughs) well we don't know how long it took him <laughs> he had all the, day. The girl <laughs> had all day. Said Jake. But this is a guy. This is a guy who who went to jail and is guilty of thirteen assault. accusations of assault yep. and abuse mm-hmm. of a female. So out of any, oh anyone to come God. out of the woodworks, Floyd Mayweather. Well, whoever uh, said not throw the first stone, he's just throwing you little pebbles. You, at you. He, he's he's dumb. Like, I think can we like sign a I petition to like crazy whoever lies? He went to jail for beating up his girlfriend or wife, the mother of his kids, and he wants to throw salt in a room in my wound of a false accusation that has no merit. I don't. I think he turned comments off because I don't think the internet was going to be too nuts. I, I don't think they were going to be too. Because kind. we're, we're going to say fuck, what he just why said. The dude. Fuck? <laughs> Correct. Why the fuck are you doing that, bro? Yeah. Just stay I, off of so Instagram. Jake goes. Jake goes. Did you see what Floyd posted? I was like, no. And I, I was like, what the f- hard bro, post? Hard post. Speed post. Right after three with posts. Such a, with such a weird. Hey, at least right. fucking pop tag me next time, bro. <laughs> right directly following three posts about his strip club. <laughs> oh, bro. oh, oh! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take that. Father, sh- now I'm, gonna I'm never gonna be able to, to fucking ring, go there. Now I'm never gonna be able to fucking go there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we, take that to the ring, dude. That, I don't think it, anyone goes there. I've heard it's, I heard it's about to go bankrupt. <laughs> really? Yeah. But before we move on to that, the, the, the subject, is there a way that we could like sign a petition or, or, or figure out how to get people to vote for this? I think that if anybody does a, a false accusation of sexual assault, should be. Like liable for that crime. I mean, that's what we're saying, we're, but you know, it's not up to us. I just, I hope, I hope that something like that um, takes place. Yeah, I hope there's something put in place. So they could be at least scared of lying. No, it's, there it's has also, to be. it's yeah. also, it's also so hard, dude. Like you're talking about, you're talking about 
in most cases he said she said shit and the only reason why i'm erring on the side of jake is because i know jake and like when he looks at me in the eye and tells me something especially to the severity that i really like pushed him to fucking like tell me what happened and like i see this guy getting emotional about even his own brother having to question him which fucking sucks i go okay we've been talking about boxing a lot and i want to i want to kind of finalize on the, or I don't know move on to the next part of boxing you and your brother have set a tempo for the influencer and the creator community I don't believe that I've ever seen something create as much steam in the creator space as this new push for boxing and fighting it is wild people are making tons of money people are getting a shit ton of views simply covering the boxing events right now you guys have clearly been the trendsetters along with KSI and the guys out in the UK what do you think about YouTubers versus TikTokers, social gloves event? Do you think that it's below you? Do you think that it's cool? Do you like seeing other people getting involved? What are your thoughts on it, Jake Paul? Um, I think it's cool. I think it's great for the sport of boxing. And I think a lot of my friends and people that I'm very close with are uh, are part of the event and also in charge of the whole entire event. And I, I support them. I think the thing is like they just need to take it seriously, and I think a lot of them aren't. I think there there's still people who are on the card that are out partying. There's still people out, uh, you know, at the clubs, uh, and they need to take this sport seriously because what happened to Nate Robinson could very easily happen to one of them, and you you can't play boxing. You can't play boxing, but you know I, I respect it, and everyone has to start somewhere. When I look at them and their skill levels, I'm like, uh, like now knowing boxing, I'm like, uh, okay, like you guys have a long, long, long way to go. But if if they want to do it and get the bag, it's entertainment. And at the end of the day, again, it's bringing more boxing, uh, boxing fans and more eyeballs to the sport. I love. I was approached. Absolutely, I was I was approached. Yeah, to with as, a solid as was deal, I. Though. As was I. <laughs> What'd you just say? With a solid deal. Oh my no, god, no, no, it was no, a no, great no. deal. And I'd love, <laughs> no, no, to, I'd love no, no. to talk about all that. So, after. No, 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 no. Well, let's well, let's talk. This is how I know because the deal. You know, structure. I'm in because you know I'm in a little bit of hot water from that same episode where I said the shit about you. What? So you should have just never. Done I should have never done that fucking episode. <laughs> I should have never done. that I wish somebody would have told you not to do it. Please, not yet. Can we do this in a minute? Can we do this in a minute? And everyone after you fucked up was like, Jake was right. I trust you. I saw the fucking comments. I saw Jake, Jake, Jake. Think I didn't see. I saw the comments. But what did you say about uh, it? I said, I said, um, I was privy to the numbers that came out of Logan Paul KSI 1 and 2. I know what the general revenue was. I know what the fighters were paid. These were the largest global multi-continent boxing events in the history of the YouTube arena. Ma- massive, massive events that got the UK and the US talking. Everybody in the world was talking. I know how many buys there were. So all I said was when I started hearing about some of the bags that were being offered. <laughs> they're like, you're going to be in debt. <laughs> I, I, so all I Their said. Their numbers are way off. They, no, think, they're way gonna, off. they think they're selling XYZ. They're oh, not selling that. No. I'm sorry. You, I, t- you, I they told won't them. sell they won't sell a third of what they think. Hey, I told sell. I told Austin exactly what you just said. Yeah. Jeff made a bet with him. Jeff made Jeff a bet. And Jeff and Jeff and Jeff will Jeff will win. Jeff will win the bet. He, he, they projected it's, it they is, projected two and a half million views. I said you won't get half a million. I guarantee it. Two and a half million pay per view buys? Yeah. Yeah. And by I, the way, I, not at the ten dollar Logan Paul KSI price point. Yeah. At the fifty dollar yeah. 
social gloves. So all I did was I said that. I just said it. I just said I'm just curious to see how this goes. But I also said I'm rooting for Austin. I, I like Austin. I think Love I hope that it succeeds and he makes a billion dollars. It got out. And uh, the other day they did a qualifying event with people that which were trying to get so in the much thing, fun to watch. which uh, hey, uh, yeah, you had by, a good time at it. Right? Wait, I wasn't allowed all my to friends go. Were there. I will all say, I will say, they are are trying to offer me money. Still, they're still like trying to bring the bags up to offer me money to fight somebody as as the main event. And, and do, do if, you find it insulting? The, the bags they're offering you? Um, no, because I, I know what I'm worth, and I'm asking what I'm worth. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but surely they're offering you something, and I know it's not a, a guaranteed fee. No, I, I'm the part of the contract is like let's have the money in escrow. Yeah, good before, luck. Before, but good obviously luck. if it's not gonna happen, I'm not I'm not even gonna fucking do it. And and look, but if if I can go in there and fight this 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 guy that they want me to fight, uh. I know I know who it is. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. Uh, it's it's we'll beep it out. We'll beep it out. It's uh it's the free money. It's it's like yeah. it's like picking so. money up off the ground. Like if, if the money was right there on the ground, it's the it's the equivalent of that. Do so you, I'd walk in, think, knock the guy out and get the money. So Do you think the event will happen? Uh dude, I don't know. I don't know. You know how hard these boxing events are to put on. People think it's easy. Basically what happened is after the Tyson and Jake Paul Triller event that everyone saw it made ninety million dollars and every one and their fucking mom became a boxing promoter that next week. <laughs> I swear to God, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I swear to it's, God, it's, it's you know hard. how many it's calls hard. everyone was like, "I'll go for you this." Uh, it's this guy. He he's the CEO of this. He's doing a fucking Bro, fight. They, he's doing a fucking. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're fucking they not. They come up to me at Boa sometimes. They go, "Hey, I got twenty million in Dubai for Logan. It's guaranteed." I'm like, "Dude, where are these people million? coming yeah. from?" No, exactly. And it's like, bro, you guys have no idea what you're getting into. You have no idea uh, about how to put this event on. How hard it is. The live stream. The piracy. The piracy thing is massive. Yeah. A massive, massive part of this. It, it, it's it's a lot harder than people think. So those were the same things that I brought up. And anyways, I guess. Awesome didn't take too kindly. I, I was all I was doing was just asking questions. That's it. Once hold on, again, hold I want, on a second. I bro. want to say I, that, fucking God strike me down the day I'm not able to have a conversation. Well, that's about all something. I was doing. But all I want, I want to, I want to end with with this at least for myself. Once again, cut. I hope. <laughs> I think I, think I hope it, it. works. I hope it works. I hope drastically that it works Here. and that everyone buys in and and TikTokers, you know, and YouTubers win. Who do you who do you Here. want? Yeah, who gets who gets Nate Robinson? Uh. There's some good fights. There's I, some good fights. I, no one. And, no and well, no this is the, Nate Robinson. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone has enough power to actually do a knockout. To be honest, I think if someone gets a l lucky punch, it then maybe. Yeah. Uh, but they are fighting with 14 ounce gloves, I believe, which oh. is really hard to knock someone out yeah, with. Yeah. And I think maybe even headgear. No, I don't. I think but, that, no, no headgear. But um, look, this is what I said, right? And. It was the same thing with the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. You know, we're, we're, me and my friends are talking about all these different fights, all these different fights. And at the end of the day, we're sitting on this podcast talking about those fights. So they're winning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're winning. But at also, the end they're, of the they're, day. They're, they're, they're peers. And like, I also want the event to do exactly as, as yeah, for sure. good as possible. Exactly. I, I, I'm, like, I'm going to buy it for sure. I'll be, wa I'll be watching, I'll be watching too. enthusiastically. We could even watch together, even. Yeah, let's, maybe. let's even, let's for sure <laughs> do that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, uh, the numbers. The numbers they just seem it's so it's, it's just because like I, when i was pitched i said hey like i thank you obviously thank you i've done this i've done this twice now um 
uh, humbly like been there, done that. I wish you guys the best, but like I, 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 everything you said, it's so much harder to throw a boxing event than than you'd think. Logistically, it's a fucking nightmare. Promotion is a fucking nightmare, nightmare especially when every single person involved has an ego of their own and uh, thinks they're the hottest shit on the planet. That sucks, which is also why this is a fight will sell. Uh, and if you can get it done, it's fantastic. My prediction, um, I, I, uh, I do not believe it'll happen. You don't even think it's going to... Hot take. I don't think it'll happen. I think it's going to happen. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Yeah. Stay with us. Blue, Blue Chew. Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer-lasting erections. Yes. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. The tablets help men achieve harder and stronger erections to combat all forms of ED. Erectile dysfunction, of course. It's an online prescription service with no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and they ship right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, and the best part, it's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. If you don't like swallowing pills, no problems here. They're made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use the promo code LOGAN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOGAN to receive your first month free. They taste great, too. Yeah, yeah. Tasty. Thank you to BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They do have Nial Breadbatch running a lot of the promotions. He's sharp. And he, dude, that kid. He's wow. sharp. We love Nial. I've, I always shout him out. Great guy. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope it does. I, I just, I, it, it's tough. He likes you more than me. Why? I think Niall oh. likes me more than. Oh both no, of he you. loves you. <laughs> it goes you. It goes you and me. You want to know how I know? How? Because we could tackle this right now. Okay. It was a rough week for me. The Dick Ryder comment was heating up. The internet was upset. I was trying to keep it on the low, low, real low, because it was just one Instagram comment. No one knew except for three hundred and forty low gangsters. Nial picked, picked up on it. He posted a post that said Mike and Logan are, are beefing over some dick riding. Or alleged dick riding. That actually wasn't dick riding. <laughs> Just imagine that was the quote. <laughs> Something yeah, like Logan that. Logan and Mike are mad for dick riding. So I messaged Nial. I go, hey, man. I go, yo. <sighs> hate to ask you to do this, bro. But like, I'm, I'm really trying to fix this behind the scenes. Like, I think Logan, you know, he probably shouldn't have. Brought this to the mainstream, but he wanted to prove a point, and it turned into a whole thing. Wait, hold All on, right, hold on. Let me finish. My... Wait, you, you brought it to the mainstream. You fucking moron. okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I just and mean. Jake was I, right. just, I just <laughs> no wait, and we'll touch on that. But I, but I, but I thought at the time that I was saying something, just like shooting the shit, whatever, and then it turned into a very major thing. So I hit him up, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, if you could just. I mean, no one gives a fuck about me and Logan fighting. Dude, come on, just take the post down. <laughs> Two seconds later, it's gone. Right? I'm like, all right, that was easy. I love Niall. We talk. Niall. Well, we like to call him Niall. Yeah. 
he all of a sudden I get all of a sudden so me and Logan me and Logan are texting back and forth he goes meow meow you were like, I love the guy it's not his name no, that's what we call it. that's what we always call yeah. him that's meow. such an LA thing to do love the guy Niels nope not his name George it's a very serious topic it's, it's, not, it's not so I text so Logan texts he goes and just so you know I've asked Niall to put the post back on. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah. now let's see where the loyalty yeah. lies. And within five I seconds, said, that post was back up. I said, I said, did you delete that post? He goes, yeah, Mike said, it, you, you know, you keep it behind the scenes. I said, you fucking put that shit back. Mike needs to, to feel the repercussions of the bread batch army. <laughs> Bro, how is Coming the for his fucking throat. The bread batch is like one of the most powerful oh, pages. Oh, they'd oh, be it's popping. crushing it. They'd be popping. Crushing it. Yeah. But we, we, Jake, Jake, me and you talked about this a little bit before. I'll just ask you straight up. You think I'm a selfish, selfish, do you think I'm a selfish clout chaser still? And also parlay into that comment. <laughs> and also, wait. And also, now this is me putting myself on the cutting board here. Okay. We okay. talked about this it's a little fair, bit earlier. Fair. I'm going to be very fair here. I'm going to try to be very fair. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Before you do that, I, let me, let me I unplug do, my mic. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't think you mean to be. But you are. <laughs> I think it, it happens naturally when people start to get you know, fame, clout, money, you know, you just want more and more and more. And, and it's a, it's a natural thing. I see, I see it happen to fucking everybody. I've yeah, seen yeah. it happen all the time. Team 10. Like, I, I don't think you mean to be, and I think you have good intentions. Um, but I, I definitely do think you're, you bit the hand that fed you with that comment. Yes. And, and I don't think I would be friends with someone uh, if someone in my circle sort of said something like that about well, and, and me I, after that, and I get but that, but you guys have, have a very, very weird relationship. Crazy relationship. It's rocky uh, all over he has the place. Pink eye. He does have, a but I do think, I do think, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think you you are a hardworking guy who is trying to further your career and expand your audiences and continue to grow and. Uh, I think you maybe don't want to feel like Logan helped you become who you are today because that's natural. It, it happens to every artist and every influencer that gets brought up underneath someone. I'm very, I'm very, that's uh that one part I'll challenge you on because I'm very clear about that. Logan, Logan's the reason I have the platform. He, he saw something in me and said, yo, this is somebody that I want to be a part of my team, gave me an opportunity. I'm very clear about that. Any podcast I go on gotcha. and I'll say, and I've said that in front of any, I would, I've said that on that same podcast. You know what I'm saying? We talked about it earlier today. I'm very different. I'm very different than everybody else in the space. I'm an, I'm 36 years old. I come from a much different place than everybody else that, that I, that I exist around. And I act very, very differently. I have a, a loud mouth. I say whatever the fuck comes to my mind. And sometimes that bites me. And on that show, I, I said something that I thought was funny in the moment. And, uh, my my business my, biz, always, my business associate wasn't laughing at me. Yeah, that but that's not always an excuse. Like you can't always just say like well, I have a loud not. mouth and I, and I just like say I apologize, shit. but also at the same time like 
if we were still talking, like we're talking about it because you're here and I thought it was a fun conversation to have a fun exercise, but if me and him are still suffering under this fucking weeks later about some fucking stupid comment on a, on a show, that's, that to me seems a little dramatic. After all the shit we've been through, all the things he's ever said to me, yo, can, you, can we talk about this? Can we do this? What can we do? How can we do it? All the winning we've done to have one stupid moment where I said something for a, Arise. No, check it. I'm gonna get serious for a yeah, sec. I know it's fine. As if we're not already. This is serious. Uh take the glasses off. No. Alright, fine. Leave so Sasha Banks glasses. Put these in my coffin. Really? What's the brand? WWE superstar. Faze Banks glasses. Sasha Banks. <laughs> I love you, baby girl. <laughs> you, you did great. <clears throat> What's happening? I don't know. Here's I'm, here's I'm, here's I'm, I'm gonna get I'm serious. <laughs> here's I'm gonna get serious. Alright. So so you're right. Like, in an ideal world, and even in this world, which is ideal. They're like, playing violence. Like, I got over it. I got over <laughs> it. I'm a man. Like, I can get over it. Like, you made, a, you made a comment that was, you know, a blatant lie. But, okay, or whatever. You, you, you know, you claim, you claim joke. I was, sure. We were all yeah, laughing. It's, it's all fun and games, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Um, Before you say, let me just say one last thing on Mike, that Mike, note. Mike. The, you, you always right, say fine. that. Oh, you no, always say right. that. You're right. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me, let me just say one last thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So I can get over it, right? Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't. But why this one I felt um, was as serious and impactful to me as it was was because I knew my subconscious couldn't. And I felt it for the first time this past weekend when something occurred. We won't say what. That you know, my knee-jerk reaction was, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to tell my friends, like, yeah. there's a bro moment, I want to tell my fucking friends, except this is, like, some top secret information exactly. I'd like to stay, uh, you know, tell people in confidence, and I didn't want to tell you. I know, I know, be I know exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because your interpretation of my truth is obviously not the truth and like that's where i noticed it for the first time i was like this is where it's going to affect me we i my I, ability to open up and be fully transparent with you i i i completely see that we've also been through this before it took weeks to get over the last time we had this situation listen once again we are dramatically different people you have just to throw it back taken hundreds of shots that would be considered disrespectful. You brought a lie detector in to ask your friends if they ever thought about fucking my girlfriend. Like the uh, difference but, is, none of them were lies on I, your uh, behalf. I, uh, listen, in a room that wasn't surrounded by your say, mortal enemy. All I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. All I'm saying is this: there's always been jokes that anybody, including myself, could have been hurt by that were always lined with humor. We do a. F I, I said this to Jake earlier. We do me and you, Jake, George do a fantastic job walking a line between reality and entertainment. That day, I went a little bit too far on the entertainment side. It happens. If you never get over it, it's a burden I'll have to carry with me for the rest of my life. And that's sad. But it happened. I apologized. And that, that's where we're at. You know, I'm just a very different... You could, you could do that to me a thousand times. And I would always say... Damn, that kid knows how to drive viewership. I would, I would, there would be nothing you could fucking but say. But you know, about. I wouldn't do that because I don't lie on behalf of my friend's sentiment. I get it, but you know what I'm saying? I, I really do believe at the time when I said, I cannot believe we're still talking about this. And I know it's my fault because I wanted to bring Jake into it. But 
the, when I said it, I didn't know I was lying. Just making a fucking comment. That was it. You know? Oh, no, please. Oh Not like this. His I can't. WWE no, shit. please. Oh, he's going to stunner him? Oh, oh, what shit. What is this? Well, in what context? Oh, they're no. shaking hands. It was a stunner. stunner. I no, thought it was why a stunner. Why would you say that? <laughs> 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 oh, shit, bitch. All right, thanks for watching Impulsive, the number one episode. Uh, <laughs> I fucked it up. <laughs> the number oh, one episode. <laughs> the one Stand time up, Stand him up. Stand him up. All right, good luck, Jake. Here we are. Did I, no, that I don't think the episode is over. Oh, okay. Is it over? No, it's not over. No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm We're just sorry. getting warmed up. No, it's not over. That was from, from, from the feedback we got from your WWE experience. That was probably one of the best first wrestling, like first time in a wrestling situation. Stunners that you pulled off. What mine mine was horrible. Bad what? Bunny beat us both. Did you see Bad Bunny in the WWE? Yeah, I, did, I did. Never seen anything like it. One of the best, no, if not the best, the celebrity WWE performance ever. He's a star. Yours He's was pretty. Star. Your your hey, your stunner performance was amazing. So I had people come up to me in the airport. They go. Or anywhere they, yo, you sold the shit out of that stunner. Wow. <laughs> I'm like sold. Like I actually did the yo, like I got fucked up. You like that's a, yo, it's real. It's real. Like that, even going there, that was one of the things I realized about the WWE. These motherfuckers go so hard, are literally beating the shit out of their bodies, throwing themselves distances no man should ever travel aerially. <laughs> <laughs> Unless on an airplane. No, I've never seen anything like it. And um, yeah, e even the one, um, the one uh, uh, rep made a comment. She's like, "Yeah, the whole like, oh, it's fake narrative it has died because people realize like, yo, it's not like this is this is very real and it's a skill set." And uh, I witnessed it with the stunner myself. You know, I, I as soon as I did it, the ref came over. She's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm like." Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And, she, and you know, because it did, it looked real, and uh, committed myself to it. And uh, hopefully, one day I'll get my revenge on, on you, Kevin Owens. Ooh, yeah, Kevin Owens, I'm coming for you. My brother's coming for you. <laughs> Listen, let's get serious. Okay. Wait, we just did serious. Can We're we going do? back. Oh shit. Oh okay. no. Are we leaving WWE for total? I mean, what else do you want? It's kind of cool. It's yeah, kinda, bro. It's, it's fucking. No, cool. that's proud what I'm of you, bro. Yeah, I was really yeah. proud of you. That Thank was you. so dope to see, and and uh, wow, it, it was a dream come true to, just to watch you. It was awesome. I I I I haven't had that much fun in a while. I remember after the stunner, dude. There was a walk backstage back to my manager. It was about probably about a two and a half minute walk. I was giggling the whole time. I was by myself. Like on a high. I was, I was just like, what? That was crazy. So dope. That was crazy just having so much fun. And you and looked, you fit the part so I know. well. <laughs> I wore the With jacket. The glasses. The Maverick jacket. Well, I wore the glasses because the pink eye. Oh. <laughs> Conjunctive. Do you guys remember we Did just... they get messed up in the, from the stunner? No, they, they flew off the, like, bro, I went, I, I did I was roll. worried. <laughs> I was worried when you landed. Because I, 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 I didn't know I was going to roll. I didn't know I was going to roll. I didn't even know he was going to stunner me. No, stop. I didn't know. Wait, that yeah, was... he was going for the handshake. I thought he was going to... um, Just like... I thought he was, was going to be cool with me. He got me good, though. <laughs> oh, 
dude. He did get your guts. Do you have any animosity towards him for how he treated you? A little bit. How can I not? I got he. I got embarrassed in front of twenty five thousand people. But you forgave him. It wasn't. Was it the first time? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> I, I started to say it and then I didn't say it. <laughs> what a dick, bro! <laughs> With his matrix looking ass. Oh, you took God. both pills. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That's messed up. No, that was that was good. <sighs> that was solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Tampa, baby. One in fucking Tampa. Who would have guessed, dude? So we were... This dude. this past two weeks have been crazy for me. I don't know if you know this. Tampa, Miami, Tampa, New York, and now I'm in Atlanta with you, headed to Puerto Rico after your fight. But uh, have you been to Tampa, my friend? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I've been to Tampa. Why you say it like that? Because I think I've been to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I have, though, actually. Tampa's yeah, great, yeah, man. Have, Tampa's, George and I were pleasantly surprised. The, uh, WWE was nice enough to uh, get us a jet. And when I say get us a jet, they gave us the travel budget, and we used all of it on that wing on a jet. Nice. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Is that <laughs> why? Yes. Couldn't one, even get an Uber. Yeah, one-way jet. One way. You <laughs> spend it all. Spend the yeah, entire Yeah, they got budget. a massive jet. <laughs> bro, it's my dude, birthday. Dude, it was my jet, birthday. Jet there, Spirit Airlines back. <laughs> real humble, real humble home every, trip. Every Instagram model. <laughs> um, listen, I, I do want to get serious, dude. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm going to say. No, I don't. Okay. I'll just say it then. <clears throat> oh, this sucks. Sucks. I want to talk about it, but it's because... Uh, I think it's important, but it sucks, man. Ah, um, uh, yeah, okay. I think I know where you're going. Uh, came to your house while I was in Miami to do a, a morning run, and someone mentioned um, that your personal security guard, Shadow, was gone. Shadow, who, um, like his name suggests, always has your back, is always by your side. I even know because when we were in Puerto Rico with him once, I went to the bathroom by myself. It was a long walk. And all of a sudden, I look behind me, and he's right there. And I didn't ask him to come. And I was like, whoa. Hey, man, like, I was a little tipsy, right? He goes, this is why they call me Shadow. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, this dude's literally a protector. Like, he has my back. Like, he's watching mm -hmm. over me when I least expect it. Or even, like, asked. Which is what he does. Yeah. And um, he wasn't present when I came for the jog that morning. And uh, someone made a comment, like, hey, guys, let's send our good energy to Shadow. And um, I felt the vibe was a little off, so I didn't want to ask, like, in front of anyone. But everyone but then i asked you i was like oh where's where shadow and um you mentioned that he had uh passed out working out in the morning and um you know didn't think much of it thought maybe um he was gonna get taken care of or, or whatever happened happened and then uh we ran we did our jog and we were kind of stretching cooling down and jaylion mentioned the, uh that shadow had passed and inexplicable and very hard to describe the feeling of hearing that in a moment where all of us all of you guys had been working on this journey to do this one thing for so long he played such a big part in keeping you safe literally keeping you safe and it was so i i, I still can't fathom um 
that he's gone. It's inexplicable. It's hard to comprehend. And, and obviously, most importantly, it's, it is incredibly sad. And um, just wanted to ask how you're doing and yeah, what the vibe's been like in the house without him. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's been tough, man. And I think I thought it was going to get easier to, to deal with. And in, in fact, uh, quite the, quite the opposite. I think that that moment in that moment, it, I was so shocked. We were all so shocked and we, we, we just sat outside for, for hours and just talking about it. And, uh, in that moment, I didn't, I didn't know what to think. I've never experienced someone that close to me passing away. I mean, we were together every, every single day. And like you said, he almost became this father figure to me. You know, he, he was 46 years old, I believe. And, uh, he had so much wisdom for me and, and we would sort of have these conversations like by ourselves. Cause he's not the type of guy to just talk you know, in front of everyone else or voice his opinion where he doesn't think he should voice his opinion. And I, I would just agree with so much of what he said. And, and he, yeah, he, he became this sort of father figure. And I think he developed a, a love for me that he didn't even expect. And he sort of started to look at me as, as almost like his son in a way. And he, he was just uh, so proud of me and how far he had seen me come in, even in the, you know, six months that we were, we were together every single day with my training and my mindset, my mentality. And, uh, even the the day before he, he passed after the sparring, he came up to me and he's like, man, I, uh, I just see your mindset and I'm, I just want to say, I'm super proud of you. And you are quite literally a warrior, a lion right now. And I would, take you into battle with me any day of the week and uh the fact that he's not here is it's surreal to me Uh, i'm not i'm not good at like talking about this stuff i don't really know how to deal with it but as the days have have gone on it's sort of gotten harder in a weird way you know we're, we're we're watching videos back and he's in every single video and and he's his absence and I, I've started to just miss him in the, in these, in these random moments. And, uh, Shay, who, who designs my, uh, boxing outfit, you know, handed me my shorts this morning for the first time. And then there's a patch there and it said like in loving memory, uh, for Shamir. And it, 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 it like sort of hit me all in that moment of like the, this fight is for him. And he passed away 10 days before the fight. And he he would have loved nothing more than to be there with us and supporting us. And the f- the fact that he's gone, it, it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I was, I was doing an interview li- uh, earlier and I, I just, I started to like tear up and like choke up because it's like, I, I, I don't know how to deal with it. I'm still learning. I've never dealt with something like this. And it's in this crazy time and there's been so much going on and I, I just don't know how to handle it. I think everyone's sort of handling it in their, in their own way. Uh, but well, this, the sudden nature of it is, is, is shocking. It's shocking to the point of like, 
dehabilitation where I like you um, sort of just freeze up because like as a as a person who tries to be logical and rational about everything in a situation situation where like this there there is no logic man he's he, he was healthy he was uh, we sh- dude he was in I was with him the night before yeah. and you, it made no sense yeah and 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 what's worse is um and not to get like too sad it's like Bro, he he had a family. He's yeah. got a, he's got a he's got a baby, and and so then you start to feel for his wife, who like we think we're going through it. It's ten it's, times worse yeah. for her. Poor, and and his, he has a one year old son, Zion. Ah, so yeah. how does so how, so okay, so how does how do you use that energy and not get? <sighs> completely broken down and forget about the mission at hand i think the the whole entire team has just you know felt his energy and and we we were still focused on the task at hand and that's what shadow would have wanted shadow shadow will be there with me in the ring quite literally still having my back and he will want me to go out there and fight my fight and and knock this guy the fuck out. And we've had so many conversations about it, and it's it's almost something that again I, I feel like I haven't even processed it yet. And it uh, and some days um it comes in waves. Like some days I, I I'll just get like hit with that emotion. And like I said, I was like literally just te- tearing up this morning. Like it, it it's it all hit me right then in that moment. And I'm still learning how to process it, how to deal with it. And again, there's so much going on that I think it's something that I'll have to like truly reflect on because right now it's like so much shit is happening and, and shadow just will, would have wanted me to go out there and fucking knock this guy out and harnessing that energy, harnessing his warrior spirit to, uh, to go and get the job done. Yeah, rest in peace, Shadow, you fucking legend, you warrior, protector. It sucks, man. I'm sorry for your loss. It was very, it was very hard to, uh, it's very hard to, to, to witness that, especially as like not an outsider, but right, I wasn't, I wasn't in the camp. I'm, I'm I was a guest, and then you guys let me, you know, do the runs with you and stuff, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, tough. It's fucked up, and, and even just sitting like here talking about it it's like how are we here how is this how is this yeah i hate to uh end on a note that somber and it's not the first time that you've had life go ahead and stick a fucking stick in your spokes a week two week three weeks out from your fight last time you broke your nose meditating (laughs) it's like you got these good things happening and then life's like nah i don't think so and it tries to like level you out do you find are you able to find fuel in it yeah i i have to yep i I really don't have any other choice (laughs) yeah i I don't i don't know what to say but i I got it yeah use it use it you know it yeah just use it you you have uh it you have you have a lot it makes the, the the win 
on Saturday all all that much better. Yep. That mentality that you're talking about is what separates winners from losers. The mentality to keep going when everything in your path is an obstacle, you know, and to keep fucking trucking and just put your shoulder down and just drive. Yeah, well, it. that's yeah, that's been my whole fucking life. I know. So, but look, Jake, appreciate you coming uh, to our set here in Encino on our podcast, uh, or rather, having us set up in your house <laughs> here in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> on our fucking bougie ass little. <laughs> I love these remote sets. Fantastic. Dylan, thanks for working hard. Yeah. Caleb, thanks for coming yeah. out here. Danny. Why is Dave here? I love oh. I love him. I love I, him. I, I what pay, is he I'm doing pay, here? I'm paying for Dave. Okay. <laughs> he, I brought him out. I thought we were going to shoot. Is he sleeping? Where is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a sleeper. Oh, God almighty. But uh, April 17th, this Saturday. Jake, I wish you the best of luck, brother. I believe in you wholeheartedly. Uh, got a bet going on the Barstool Sportsbook. You're going to get it done in under three. <laughs> let's go baby let's go let's go let's go hit that subscribe button guys and also that's it man that's it wait oh oh we about to hit three million well yeah but it's all for what though are we keeping it going or what what all for one and one for all no i said are we keeping the show the show going or the what show, the show will go the show must go on no more episodes until we're boycotting. <laughs> we're boycotting YouTube and doing the thing that doesn't get you subscribers in order to get subscribers. That's why you manage our social media, Caleb. Jake, any any final any last words before uh, you, you go off into into the war, into the Gladiators Arena? Saturday night, uh, I put it all on the line for my friends, my family, for Shadow, and all the hard work will pay off. And no matter what Ben Askren brings to that ring, it will not be enough. And I plan on having a violent, violent KO. And this fight means everything to me. It's the biggest moment of my life. And uh, Saturday, I will be fighting for my life. And I will be fighting with that chip on my shoulder. And... All of these things that people want to say about me or make up about me or all the things that I go through make me uh, a warrior, uh, an unbreakable warrior. Uh, that's why I love fighting. And Saturday, uh, unfortunately for Ben, there's an angry man filled with a lot of emotion, pain, and 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 uh, mental fortitude coming after him. And I promise, I promise to to everyone to uh literally leave it all out there and he will have to kill me to to get me out of that ring uh and fuck man just <laughs> well said just yeah, no, i'm sold i'm sold take yeah, my money yeah. take my fucking money it's fantastic Jake, 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 this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.